So uh, I just want, in Genesis, uh, the, the title of our message today is The Power Within. The Power Within. And share your story. Why is your story so important? All right. So um, we've been doing this series called The Blessed Series. And it, it's, uh, it starts, and we open up the series with beginning with prayer, praying for people in their life situation, their circumstances, let them know that we will go to God on their behalf. Then we uh, shared the following week about listening with care, paying attention to people's dreams and their pain, listening to the evidence how God is working in their lives. Uh, have your ear open, man. Listen to people. Be very, very uh, intentional about listening. Then we shared that you need to eat together. Uh, sharing a meal together, uh, doing life together uh, is a huge difference in the life of people. If you want to get things accomplished, if you can do it over a meal, share a meal, it's life-changing. Then last week, uh, we did the series, and we wrapped the uh, last week up with Serve with Love and uh, being attentive to the opportunity God has provided for you to care for people and pay attention to their needs and then serve them um, as a child of God. This week, though, we want to talk about sharing your story. All right? Once you, um, once you have built relationships, you pray for people and you listen to them, and there comes a time when you have to tell your story. And the thing is, inside of us, man, we are such a precious, precious, precious jewel. And so in Genesis uh, chapter 2, in verse 2, man, kind of like summarizes, and I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Listen to God. So he says, I will bless you and then you're going to be a blessing. I'm going to bless you and then you are going to be a blessing. So I want you to think about that for a second as we talk about sharing your story, why your story is so important. Uh, uh, society and people, man, sometimes, man, in our own house, in our own house, man, from our own parents sometimes and from our own siblings and our aunts and uncles, they make us feel like we're nobody. And so Satan is a spirit, and what a spirit does is try to get into the hearts of people and it try to destroy other people. So people tell you you're nothing, you're not going to be about nothing, you're just like your daddy, you're just like your mama, you're never going to be nothing, you, you never was nothing, you ain't nothing but this and that and this and that. And they just tear you down and rip you apart, uh, not realizing that when they're doing that to you, man, they're also doing it to God. And so I want you to understand that and how important it is. So as you begin to pray for people and you listen to their stories and you and sometimes you may sit down with McDonald's or have some coffee with someone, and then you try to do things, man, to come into their life, man, to try to serve them, I think the thing that's more transforming than anything else it's about your story. In, in Revelations uh, chapter 12, and verse 11, it says, And they, they have defeated him, who is him? Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. So they got to the point, man, is, is, uh, they were overcome by the blood of the Lamb and really the power of their testimony. What God has done for you. Now in Acts chapter 1, in verse 8, uh, Jesus talks about, he says, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem in the utmost parts of the world. Now, why was he said that's important? He said, your life is really an epistle, Paul told us, that's going to be read, read by men, all right? going to be read by men. But I want to share something with you, man, as we talk about this here, because I think this is the piece, man, that's life-changing. When somebody thinks you're nothing, I want you to know you're somebody. Uh, Jesse Jackson said it well with his push correlation when he says, I am somebody. And I, and I often, man, tell us, man, uh, I try to do it, man, as, as many as three times out of the month. 
um, Genesis 1, 26, where God, for God loved us and God created us in his image and his likeness. Now, I want you to get a picture in your head of uh, God and you and God saying, listen, I love you so much, man, that I'm going to shape you in your mother's womb. And watch this here. And then I'm a, and I'm a, I'm going to produce you, and you're going to be a blessing to other people. And I know you're saying, well, I'm not going to be a blessing. I'm nobody. But I want you to know God uh, had a plan for you, man, from the foundation of the world. So he knew that you was going to be here, and you was going to be gifted, and you were going to do something special. And the whole time you're here, Satan is trying to uh, deter you. But I want to read something to you. Uh, it's a, I did some research on uh, fertilization and the egg and the sperm. It says over 99.9% of the sperm never have a chance of getting beyond the uh, vagina. 99.9% doesn't even give it. So they're fighting trying to get to the egg, right? So uh, you, you're not an accident, right? Uh, you're intentional. It says once the sperm enters the canal of the cervix, they are capable of fertilizing the egg uh, for as long as 48 to 72 hours, all right? Now, and sometimes it can take up to six days. Now, I want you to think about this here. So they, these sperms that's released from the middle, just fighting, 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 man, trying to get through and connect with this egg, man, to produce you. And so God, now watch this here, God knew that you was valuable, right? And I want you to think about it uh, real seriously, about your story and who you are and why your story is so important to someone else. Because it was not an accident. Now, uh, the, there's, a, there's a diamond called the blue diamond. It's called the blue diamond. It is the most valuable diamond out there. But it's also the most rarest diamond. And the diamond costs about $3.9 million per carat. $3.9 million per carat. Right? Now, what makes that diamond so valuable is because it's very rare. It's a very rare diamond. So whenever that diamond shows up somewhere, man, uh, the people that's in the jury world, man, go crazy. And people with a lot of money, man, is willing to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars trying to get this diamond because it's so rare. Now, uh, I want you to understand, man, who you are uh, as you prepare to tell your story. I want you to know who you are because you ain't just anybody. I want you to understand who you are. You are very rare, and God loved you so much, man, that he was willing to send his son into the world and give his life for the ransom of you. His whole mission was, I'm willing to allow my son to die that you may live. Right? So God knew that you was valuable, and he was willing, man, to put his child on the line on your behalf. That's how important you are to God. All right? now, I don't care what anybody else say about you. Uh, I don't care what they talk about, but you're very, very valuable. And every experience you had in your life, every experience you had in your life, man, God is going to use it, man, for not just your glory, but for the glory of others. And things that we go through in life, man, is not always just for us. All right. Some things we're going through is so painful and it hurts so bad and, and we wish it would go away. But later on, we realize, man, that I'm able to share my story 
with someone else, man, and change their life. Just imagine, Carly, if you didn't have the experiences. How would you tell your baby girls uh, that they're going to have this experience? How are you, how you going to raise your kids and tell your kids when you had not experienced? They, under, they don't understand it now. They say, oh, mama, you're tripping. Uh, you get on my nerve, Kiki. They say, mama, I'm tired of this. Why you say, I wish you go and say what you got to say. But they don't realize is the experiences that you went through, man, is going to shape their life. And if they listen to what you have to say, it would change their life. And what we're trying to do always is try to get you, man, not to go down the road doing 150 miles an hour when there's a curve around the corner. So I already went down that road. And, you know, that curve was so fast. And then I hit that curve, and I was on two wheels, and it almost took me out. But thank God it didn't. And I want to tell you about the story. Now, it's important to understand that. So when you think about sharing your story, and you think you're not important, I want you to know that you are important. You are very, very, very important. And God thinks you're important. So when he created you in his image and his likeness, he wanted the world to know that I'm never going to die. You can try to snuff me out. You can, tell, you, say, you can tell the kids they can't pray. You can try to take me out to schools. You cannot ever get rid of me because I'm in the image of every human being. And I'm there. And those who embrace me, uh, lives are going to be changed, and they're going to use their life to change other people. Now, so it's important. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, here's what Paul was saying to the church of Rome. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When we were at our worst and we felt like, man, the world uh, was against us and we didn't have nowhere to go and we were doing all kinds of things. Man, God still loved you. Now, I want you to understand who you are. Why did God spare your life? Why did God give you a second opportunity? Why did God bless you? Why did God connect you with certain people? Why did he do it? Because he wanted your story, man, to change the life of somebody. Somebody need to hear your story. I know you don't think you're that valuable. I know you don't, but I want you to know, man, you are that valuable. And there's a kid out there, there's a lady out there, there's a young man out there that's struggling, and they thought they was not going to make it. They needed to hear from you. And some of them are out there waiting to hear your story, because your story is so valuable. Why is it valuable, Angie? It's valuable because they said it was over. They told me I wasn't going to be nothing. They said it was over, but I'm still standing. All right, I'm still going. It's almost like that mother to son uh, when uh, Langston Hughes writes, well, son, I tell you, life for me ain't been no crystal stair. It has some tacks in it, some splinters and boards all torn up. All right, see, the thing is, it's been some tough times, some rough times, some hard times, but I want you to know that I'm still here. Why am I here? I'm here for you. I'm here to tell you my story because my story is important. And it's so valuable. And you think nobody's listening. But I want you to know, man, somebody have uh, your uh, story right in the heart of their hands. And they waiting for you to tell it. And they can't wait. And they all ears. Because God is going to use you to change the life of somebody. So don't you discredit what's going on because you're just too valuable to God. It's important. Uh, when when just, just I am somebody. I know I'm somebody. I know you say I'm not anything. I know sometimes my boyfriend say I ain't nothing. Uh, he get mad at me and because he have somebody on the side. He want to treat me like crap, but he keep coming back because I'm somebody. 
My kids talk crazy. They don't this. Then all of a sudden, man, they come back and say, Mama, I need something. Daddy, I need something. The reason why they do that is because they know you somebody. And I want you to understand, man, you are somebody. And you have to know who you are. So you need to stand tall, man. Walk up, man, with your shoulders up high and realize, man, that I'm God's representative. I'm God's agent in the earth. And I want to tell you my story because it's, I know you don't think you can make it. I know, I know, young girl, you're frustrated. I know you're scared to death that, that you're pregnant and you don't know what to do. But I want you to know I was there. And I thought the world was going to collapse. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I want you to know my kids are blessed. I'm blessed. And God brought us through this thing. God is amazing. And he needs you to tell your story. He needs you to tell your story. Because a, a young man don't think there's no other way he can make it. He, he thinks he, he think the only way he can do it is sell drugs and make it because I don't have no other means. But I want you to tell him. Your story, how God took a little bit of nothing and turned into something great when I gave up what, what, what was no good. And I gave my life to him. And I'm telling you, I'm so much better now because now I don't have to look over my shoulder anymore. I don't have to worry anymore. All right. So you need to tell that story. Somebody's waiting on you to tell that story. They want you to share that story. They want you to share God's story about you. To them. You know, you have friends, man. I don't want to hear about Jesus. I don't want to hear about God. You say, okay, I understand. But just let me tell you my story. So as I tell you my story, I get to tell Jesus' story. When I tell my story, I get to tell Jesus' story. Because if it wasn't from him, where would I be? If it wasn't for him, man, where would I be? How would I stand in those late midnight hours. It was him that brought me through. So when I tell my story, I also tell the story of Christ. I also tell the story of God when I tell my story. Because right? I'm the living book. I'm the living epistle being read of men. I'm the word walking. Right? So when I share my story, it'll change the life of people. Most people change because of you. I want you to understand that. Most people change their life and they turned, man, because of somebody came into their life and invested in them and believed in them and came alongside them. And God manifested himself, man, through somebody else. And that person, man, changed your life. That's because God was working through them. And God wanted to do the same thing through you. So don't you, don't you ever discount uh, your testimony. I don't care what anybody else say. Tell your story. People need to hear your story. All right? Some people in the church are going to talk about you like you're nothing. They're going to think you're mountain. They're going to think you're not saved. They're going to think you're this here. But you know your story. You know it was God that brought you through. And there's people out there, man, who don't know nothing about the church. All they know is you. That's why the Bible says you are the church. You are the church. So you share that testimony, right? And then when you give your story, it's going to change the world. It's going to change the world. You ain't got to walk around with a Bible on your and say, praise the Lord, sister. Praise the Lord. All you have to do is be the word. Just let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Right? And don't be ashamed to tell somebody where you was. 
Don't be ashamed of your past because it's your past man to prepare you where you are. So God gave you those experiences, but look where you are now. So share your story. And here's the beauty of sharing your story. As you share your story, man, all of a sudden, man, you realize, man, how, how you know God was in your life. Say, man, oh, my God, I never thought about it. That God brought me through this thing. I didn't know how I was going to make it through that. Isn't he amazing? So as I start to tell the story, I get more confidence. I start to believe more. I start to realize, man, that it was God and not me. And I knew it was him because some of the people who I thought was closest to me was the people that was trying to tear me down and told me I wasn't going to be nothing and I'm not this here and you got to do it my way. You got to do it my way. If you don't do it my way, you ain't saved. And then you were so involved in ministry, you were so involved in church, and then they just tore you down because you didn't live the way they thought you should live. But I want you to know something, and don't you forget it. Somebody out there need to hear your story. They need to know, man, because you love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And the only way uh, that they're going to be able to overcome this thing is going to be through your testimony, telling them that they can do it. So as you serve them, man, you get an opportunity to sit down. Let me tell you what God has done for me. And you're not being braggadocious. You're not uh, being proud. I just want the Lord to know, man, I was over here. I was in the pits of hell, and he pulled me out. I didn't know how I was going to make it. I was a prostitute. I was a drug dealer. You know, I had all kinds of things going on, man. I was misusing people. And I just didn't think there was no hope. But when he came into my life, he changed me. And I want you to know what he did for me, he can do the same for you. And I tell you, I've never looked back now. And I'm moving forward. And that's why you understand something. Now, if you understand your relationship with God, now I want you to get this, man. Don't miss this piece. If you understand your relationship with God, where God loved you so much, man, when you was going through this and they thought it was over, and God spared your life and he brought you through it. That's how valuable you are to God. He said, I'm not turning my back on you. And he brought you through it. Don't discount your relationship with God and who you are. Don't let somebody else determine your relationship with God. You determine your relationship with God. You have that encounter and that experience with God and love him. And I don't care what. Because you are an amazing, amazing, amazing person. I want you to know, you man, you really are amazing. You are really amazing. You have to understand that. Because if you don't think you're amazing, you won't tell your story. Because you'll think you're nobody. You'll think that you're nothing, man, because you don't have a big house. Or you don't have a big bank account. Or you don't have a car. Or you don't have this. Or you don't have that. And, and in reality, you have everything. You're so rich. That is amazing. I can take some of you all and then take you and then plant you, man, in a third world country and you'll feel like a Rockefeller. But, but because you're around here and, and you want an extra pair of pants, even though you got 25 pair, you know, you have a nice home with a bed and furniture and all that stuff, man, but you still say, but I want a house like the person across the street. Why can't I have a bigger house? 
when you go to bed at night and you wake up, man, you didn't realize, man, that you were sleeping in a beautiful bed until you got up the next morning. You're like, man, I can't believe uh, I, I didn't sleep good all night. But then you got up, man, and you worked all day. So God gave you enough rest in that old ragged bed you thought was nothing. When there's people, man, sleeping up under a box, sleeping up under a bridge with nowhere to stay. And, and then so we don't appreciate what we have, and then we don't thank God for what we have and realize, man, how awesome we are. And that's why you, you don't look down on people, man. You say, oh, man, thank God, man. Look how good God is and look how awesome. Let me tell you my story. Right? And sometimes uh, it's hard to tell your story to somebody who got everything because they don't want to hear your story because they think they got more than you anyway. But if you notice something, man, Jesus always went to people who had less than to let them know how valuable they were. And why is that important to you? Because you got to go to people who think they ain't, they're nothing. And you got to let them know they are somebody. You are special. And I want you to understand. And that's what your story does for people. It tells, it tells people uh, how much God loved them and how much God loved you. That's how valuable you are. All right? And that's why he said in Acts uh, chapter 1, he says, but you will receive power. Now watch this here. You will receive power. And watch Jesus talking to them. You receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And he said, and you will be my witnesses. He said, listen, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to transform you in such a way, man, you're going to realize who you are in God. Then you're going to be my witness. What do you mean witness? You're going to go around and people are going to be able to see you. And you're going to testify about me. How are you going to testify? Well, you know, Jesus is so good. He's amazing. And, and I'm telling you, man, he, he's the son of God. He's no. Just tell them what I did for you. He said, be my testimony. That's why when Jesus was talking, uh, when the disciples of John came to Jesus, and Jesus, John sent the message, is, ask Jesus, is he the one? Jesus didn't even answer the question. He said, just go back and tell John the works that you see done. You know, he said, listen, so when people say, man, is God alive? Well, I, I don't know, but let me tell you my story. Let me, let me tell you what, what, what he done for me. Right? So now I get to testify, and I get to give my testimony and tell the world who he is through me. That's why, uh, remember, I don't care what you take away from me, you can't never take him away. And as long as I understand who I am in him, then everything else is a byproduct of my relationship with him. So I, I, I can't, and if we don't tell the story, how do the people that don't know God get to know who God is? You think he's going to open the sky? This is, uh, hello, I'm God, and I just want to tell everybody who I am. No, that's not how he's going to work. He's going to work through your life. And then people are going to see your life. And that's why when you minister to people, people transform people. People transform. That's why he says, man, they'll know you mine by the love you show. Love is an action word, man, that happens, man, in the life of people. So the only way they're going to know that I'm alive is what? Through the way you share your story and love them. Because as I share my story, I'm not sharing my story in a braggish way. 
I'm sharing my story in a way, man, to let you know I don't care how bad it looked for you. I'm telling you, your best days is not even close to my, my worst days. Well, your worst days, not my bad, my days were so bad, I don't know what I would have done. But look at me now. Look at me now. Look what God is doing. Look, look what God is doing for, for me right now. So when he says, uh, he said, you'll be my witness in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. He said, everywhere you go, everywhere you touch, everybody that come in contact with you, life will be transformed because of the testimony you give them about me. What is the testimony? Well, you know, Jesus saved. No, the testimony is of my story. Because as I tell you my story, it's going to intertwine that he saves. As I tell you my story, and some of you all, now watch this, who's the most impactful people? Uh, uh, I want you to think about this, Angie. A friend who knew me when I was nobody. They knew me when I was out there, man, doing all kind of crazy stuff. So now when I tell them my story, guess what they're going to say? If he did it for you, surely I know he can do it for me. How did you get off of drugs? How were you able to give my money all that debt? How were, you, how were you able to get out of that bad marriage? How did God deliver you from it? How did God show you when somebody was trying to destroy you? Said, so, listen, he was trying to destroy my life. Well, she was trying to destroy my life. And God revealed them to you. And he gave you out. Girl, listen, I didn't know how I was going to get out of that. Man, I didn't know how I was going to get out. They had me lying. A sink and all. I was going, I was, under, I was underwater. And then God gave me a lifeline. And I never thought that I'd never be anything. And now me and my children are doing so much better. Me and my wife is doing so much better. Me and my spouse is doing so much better. And, and me and my employer is doing so much better. Things are getting so much better. Why? Because of what he done. Now as I wrap this up, I want you to think about something. The heart of man is so wicked. It's so evil. The things that you can conjure up in your mind, I know you say you're not like that. I'm not like that, but I want you to know I'm like that. Right? And I know the things that go through my head sometimes is so crazy that if my heart wasn't right, a lot of people would be in trouble. Because when people hurt you, whatever, man, it's because of the guys. And God knew the man's heart was so wicked, so he came in and did what? He did a heart transplant. So what do you got to tell people? I'm telling you, man, I was just like you. I would cut them at the drop of a hat. I would fight before the wind blows. I ain't scared of, I ain't scared of nobody because this is what I was. Right? But he changed my heart. And he changed my heart. He changed my life. I, 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 I never talked about big mama. I had a big mama, and I loved my big mama. My big mama was awesome, and she loved me. And uh, so her and my mom was really good friends. And I never forget, it's almost like it was yesterday. And she went, and that's when Mr. Quick was over there uh, off of Apple. And uh, she sent her boyfriend there to get him some, uh, something to eat. But Mr. Quick, that's when they had five hamburgers for a dollar. And you get like three cheeseburgers or two fish or something like that. And he came back and he ate her cheeseburger. She literally stabbed him to death and killed him over a cheeseburger. Over a cheeseburger. She literally killed. She was so angry. They got to arguing over this burger. And it started off with, man, this is not my burger. And, you got, and this ain't what I asked for. When I, and it, it went from there. And watch Satan. It went from there all the way through, man. And she ended up, stab, he jumped on her 
and she ended up defending herself, stabbing and killing him. The heart of man is so wicked, man, it would destroy. The thing, man, that transforms you, that make you not do this, God has came into your heart, man, gave you a heart transplant. So when you, and all of us, if you ever been in a fight before, if you ever been in a fight before and you was angry, man, it's called fight or flight. You don't know what you're doing to somebody. You're just trying to hurt them because Satan come in and make you try to destroy them. But when you have God in your heart, watch what he does. He transforms you. Right? And then he transforms you, and then you walk away. And people say, girl, I don't know how you did it. Man, I don't know how you did it. Well, let me tell you how I did it. Now I get to tell you my story. Because if you don't allow God to create the story, then you'd be locked up in prison for the rest of your life. Or you lose your family, or you lose your job. Right? So God allows you to come through it, so now you get to share your story. Right? How God changed you. So in the conclusion, I want you guys to understand something. The power within, the thing that's inside of you, right? Uh, the power within is God working on the inside of you. And he's working on the inside of you, and he's shaping you, and he's making you, and he's molding you, and he wants you now. He said, now you're ready. You're ready to tell your story. He said, now tell your story. Tell my story. As you tell your story, you tell my story. Right? And, and when you do that, man, people will be changed because of you. That's what being blessed is all about. It's being able to get someone who's far from God to give up that life and come in, man, and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and then change their course of life. They're going to do it, man, through your testimony. Through your story. So don't be afraid to share your story. I know somebody told you, don't tell it all. Don't tell it all. But I want you to know something. Some of the stuff you went through, you have to tell it. God going to give you the opportunity to tell it. Don't be afraid because somebody needs your vulnerability and your transparency. They need your transparency because they think they're in this thing all by themselves. They think, man, nobody else is going through this here but me. Nobody. Like Derrica, you got to tell your story. Young people need to hear your story. Kiki, they need to hear your story. You know, Carla, they need to hear your story. All right? You don't have to tell it to the church. You don't have to get up and give a testimony to the whole church. But God will give you opportunity, man, with one person, one-on-one. And, and when you tell the story... Watch this here. They're going to fall in love with God because of you. And that's what, it's all, that's what the kingdom is all about. But if you don't, you'll be angry and hateful and, and all these kind of things. And then you do that, and guess what? God does not get the glory. And God didn't let you fight through all those sperms, all that stuff, man, get through, man, to, to hit that egg, to come here, man, to, to not be a reflection of him. He allows you to make it through, man, because so, he think you is, that's why you made it, because he think you're special. So he give you an opportunity, man, to really, really tell everybody who he is. Amen? Amen. So, uh, uh, so to, I want to close out with letting you guys understand who I am as somebody. 
I'm somebody. And, and God created me, and I got to share my story and because my story is going to change the life of somebody. So I don't know who it is, so I want to challenge everybody. Uh, you know somebody out there that's struggling who's going through something, man, that you went through. And you didn't tell nobody about the story, but you've been on, you've been on the sideline listening, watching. Right? Now is your time, man, to be Jesus with skin on it. It's your time, man, to go and put your arm around them and tell them, listen, I know where you are, but I'm telling you, man, what God can do for you. So today, if you're out there, I want you to think of somebody that you know that's, that's going through what you've been through, man, and you wouldn't tell nobody. You haven't told nobody, but God brought you through it. This is the time for you to share your story. Because people out there now during this pandemic, they're scared to death. They're afraid or whatever. They don't know what's going to happen in the world. They don't know what's going on. But your word is going to be life to them. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your message. Thank you for the story you've given us. Thank you for our life experiences. And thank you more than anything else for us finding you and accepting you into our heart. And you changed us. And you've given us another opportunity to create a brand new life. And we know, like you told Peter, who do men say that I am? He said, Die to Christ. And we're saying that you are who you are because it was you that changed me. And I want to share that with the world. So give us this great opportunity to not be afraid and be bold and speak proudly. And let the world know that you're still alive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. I just want to give everybody an opportunity to be a blessing to the kingdom. Uh, so if you guys continue to share, we thank you all so much. We've been blessing us all throughout. Uh, so we ask you, please, man, make a sacrifice uh, and, and share with the kingdom of God. We appreciate you can give multiple ways, PayPal, Giveify, our church center app. You can go online. Or, uh, so we just want you to be able to share and be a blessing to the kingdom. Uh, we need your help, uh, and we appreciate whatever you do. That's between you and the Lord. But we just thank everybody who's been blessing us and who's been sharing in the ministry. Uh, of giving. Uh, I do want to say that um, uh, Wednesday, we're looking at doing uh, on-the-line Bible study. We was going to do it this past Sunday, but it rained and rained and rained, so we was kind of concerned about the rain. But if the weather permits itself, Wednesday we're going to do an out- outdoor Bible study on the lawn. If the weather permits, you'll know by Tuesday. Uh, if it is, uh, come out and join us for, for our Bible study on the line. It won't be inside the building. Also, on the 28th, mark your calendar, the 28th, we have three services, an 8 o'clock service, a 10 o'clock service, and a 12 o'clock service. And so we ask you guys to pick one of those services, get online, let us know, fill out the surveys that we sent out uh, so we'll know where we are. And, uh, and those people that's a part of the family, um, if you reach out and call, uh, um, you can call Sister Ardino or myself or Sister Camilla or Trina. Uh, you can look online or send a message online because we will need people to help kind of like sanitize between services and we need our hands on deck. We do want to tell everybody we're not going to have children ministry uh, at least for two or three weeks uh, until we get this thing under control. That's uh, state requirements. So everybody's saying hold off on the children ministry because, because of the social distances. And uh, so we will be checking temperatures. So don't be offended in the event that your temperature is not where it's supposed to be. We can't allow you in the building uh, because everybody's uh, safety is important. If you're nervous and scared and feel like I can't do it yet, stay at home, man. We'll still be live online. And just follow us online. So don't, don't, be, don't feel like I just got to go to church. No. If your anxiety is high, stay at home. You might be like uh, 
a kiki, man, you're not afraid of nothing. You're like, bring it on, right? So come on out, man, and, and, and we look forward to uh, praising the Lord. And you don't want to miss the 28th, so it's going to be a, a powerful message. We're going to be so excited to come back home. Hey, I just want to share with uh, you guys, they have, go, they, it's an opportunity for you to go out to eat and all that kind of stuff, man. They open up the restaurants and all that. Hey, do it at your own risk. Uh, just be careful, man. Go out when you go out, man. Wear your mask. Don't let your guards down, man. People are letting their guards down. I see people, man, they're taking their masks off. They're like, oh, yeah, we can socialize. I just got a phone call this morning. This morning, somebody that's really close to me, man, just got the, the uh, coronavirus. And so uh, they, they worried about with, uh, um, with all the uh, protests and all that, man, that uh, it's going to rise and make it an increase. It's, it's bad in Texas right now and in Arizona. So they're really concerned. Uh, I know some people think it's a host and, and it's a conspiracy and all this kind of stuff. Hey, just be careful. Uh, so please, I, uh, I got a, uh, uh, I ain't going to say that. Good. Anybody have any questions? Don't be laughing, everybody, Erica. Don't be laughing, all right? Join. Hey, uh, if you want some good soul food, you want to go out, Kareem Rose, I think she's back open in the mall. Or you can order online. She has a, some great, great food, so she's going to be doing that. So she said, told me to give a shout-out. So I thought I'd say that because she supports our ministry so much. So give her a big shout-out. Right? And we uh, so support her for your soul food. If you're hungry and you don't want to cook, she'll do it for you. All right? Does everybody bow your heads? Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all your blessings. Be with us as we travel home and we go as we interact with the family members and friends. We ask you, Lord, continue to give us a safety uh, mentality. So we can be safe. We don't care who we're around. I keep our masks on. Um, so we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome week. Amen.